Congratulations, you found it! This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read, recommended by people who are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Starring the original book divas Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerds Jessica Butcher and Josh Lupton. Together, searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls. That's a nice thing to buy your teenage son for Christmas. God, you're a horrible person. That's what he wanted to do. Jump out of a plane, honey. It's not like I was up there in the plane pushing him out. Might as well have been. <laughs> I was on the ground taping it. <laughs> Black Friday. Why did they call it Black Friday? Oh, that's right. It was. It's because the retailers are now in the black for the year. Right? Isn't it something like that? I don't remember. Um, there was an article on sure. it that I didn't actually read. The headline was, why do people call it Black Friday? I believe it's something to that effect. Something, something. Black Friday. We just got back from Half Price Books. Yes. We kind of got a late start, all right? Most people get up early, you know, and we could have gone to Half Price Books because they had a special this morning at 9. They were just doing the $5 gift cards for the first 100 people. Right. right? I was going to go, but I couldn't because I had to work this morning. Yeah, I had to work this morning, too. It wasn't worth standing in line. And it's like 30 degrees outside for $5 for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I couldn't anyway, so. <laughs> Unless I, I mean, knew he... I was going to get that $100. <laughs> yeah, because they did have one $100. Oh, did they? Yeah. Out of all the ones that they gave out, there was uh-huh. one of them that was $100. Yeah, I did not Black Friday shop this year at all. Well, I did. Because today's not. Friday. You did too. Oh, well, yeah, I bought one book. Today's Friday and you did shop. I bought one thing for Black Friday. You got 20% off. <laughs> well, I mean, that's better than nothing. That's right. Oh my gosh. I was on Facebook the other day and do you know what they had for sale? I mean, I don't know if it was prank or anything, but they had a slightly used casket for no, there's $200. there's a new story on that uh, that somebody, because the writing on it is like uh, only used for two years so it said slightly used only used uh-huh. for two years we dug it up because we decided to take a different path uh-huh so, that's what it said on there yeah so what's the different path what would you do well we decided that we we weren't gonna bury them we're gonna put them in the attic <laughs> <laughs> so what what did they decide to do they, they they're selling to their st- coffin on like facebook for so, 200 dollars. so, so they're gonna they stuff with- great grandpa and put him in the lobby i don't know what they're gonna do were they just that desperate for money that they had to it sell It had her? to have been, like, not real. I can't bl- I can't imagine that it's legal for you to even sell a used coffin because of the... I mean, your body produces ew, toxins ew, and stuff. Ew, 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 ew. Yeah. So, well, that, and I think, don't you have to have some kind of special permission to even dig up a grave? Well, yeah. So, I don't, I don't know if they... I don't know what's going on Holy with that. Holy buckets. But I seen that. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? That's a Black Friday deal right there. Well, $200 yeah. for a casket. For a casket. Slightly used. Great yeah. grandpappy just hang, kind of hanging out in the front parlor. Just a few scratches on the inside. Uh, <laughs> now that's really a Black Friday deal right there. <laughs> That's as black as it gets. Nicole, I meant to tell you, and I have I wasn't here last week because, you know, I dumped you guys to go watch a chick flick with some friends. Can you believe that? <laughs> That's the real reason. She says, she says, I have a work function. You know what her work function was? Watching she went to watch a movie with the people she works with. I mean, I'm down. <laughs> we went and we watched Sleepless in Seattle because we're doing this thing at work and we're like going to like reenact a scene from it. So we watched... The what movie. a lame excuse. That, that is the lamest excuse for missing a podcast I have <laughs> She's ever just heard. I mean, it was free pizza and I like Sleepless in Seattle. I, I mean, better movie. than us? What? It, well, but t- that is a romance movie, Vani. She just admitted she liked a romance movie. I knew. I know. And that doesn't happen very often. I wish they could see my face right now. But I mean, I'm Tom stricken. Hanks, Absolutely. If I had to choose between you and Tom Hanks, I'm sorry. I love you, but I will see you the next day. Tom Hanks wins. <laughs> Speechless in Seattle, right here. Speechless. <laughs> but anyways, I was going to tell you, I found that book, White Oleander, at Half Price Books one time when we went, and it was the audio version, so I listened to it, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. 
It is my favorite. It was very, Whatever. very, it was different than what I thought it would be. And which, better different. I thought it was going to be a, a lot of abuse in there, but there wasn't as much as what I thought. Mm-hmm. So, it had some beautiful parts in it, didn't it? It did have some beautiful parts. It's very depressing, though. Yeah, depressing, it, but, it in, but in like, I don't, weirdly I, beautiful I like, way. Yeah. Well, it's her that writing. Sounds, that sounds odd, but... <laughs> Well, yeah, but I yeah. mean, it can be beautiful and depressing. I mean, so is the Goldfinch. That's very true. That's very true. Most people who read it say, and there are a lot of people that read the Goldfinch that say, I didn't like it, but it was a great book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking of old episodes, did you hear that um, Amazon is trying to buy the rights? I think it's Amazon or one of the networks is trying to buy the rights to come out with a second season of uh, Good Girls Revolt. What? That would be amazing. <gasps> Amazon. I mean, that would Amazon's be awesome. the one that canceled it. Okay, so maybe it, then it's not Amazon. I can't remember who was trying. We to should buy look it. it up and see who it is that's actually gonna bring it back. If it's actually I Amazon just, or if it's Netflix, maybe. If it's I don't know, Netflix, that would be that super would be... weird. Well, I mean, it could happen. I just think it'd be super weird because the first season's gonna be on Amazon. Well, whoever gets the rights, I mean, I'm sure they'll buy the first season so that they can put the, put both of them on there. Well, yeah, you would think. So that people that haven't seen the first season can... But so much of that show is about women's rights and women... Yeah. I just liked you know, the characters. It was such like, a... I like the characters, be... but it was great to see how they grew through it and how they started standing up for their rights in their workplace, which is happening well, a lot And that nowadays. pissed me off because you didn't even get to see that. You got to see her like... Like, finally, I'm going to do something about it. And then end of season. I right. Know. And then they didn't have any more. It, it ended in such a cliffhanger. And I think whoever, if somebody can actually buy this and do a second season, they're going to make a bunch of freaking money because women's rights are so in the news right now. It's I have to agree. Popular. I think it's going to be incredible. Well, that's what they thought when they made it. And then for some reason. And then all of a sudden, but I wonder who shut was, that shit down. They said it was popular, though. It was. It was. But what happened? I would like to hear the backstory on that. Yeah, they kind of touched a little bit on it, but I maybe somebody pissed somebody off somewhere. I don't know for sure. Deadline or deadline dot com. Hold on, it's giving me an ad. Thank you. Stupid ads. I would love to watch The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, but I don't feel like paying twelve (laughs) dollars. Okay. Almost a year after it was canceled by Amazon after one season, feminist period drama Good Girls Revolt might be coming back. I hear Sony Pictures TV Studios, whose TriStar television division produced the series, is preparing a pitch for a new season that would go out shortly. Yeah, but on who? On Amazon? Move your microphone. You're mumbling. I'm mumbling because my nose is... I know. ...like plungered. Almost a year... Okay, so almost a year after it's canceled by feminist period... Sony Pictures TV Studios is preparing who, who a pitch. Does Sony do? Sony's their own deal. That's like so they would probably sell it to a net, network television. Hmm. Or they could they could or maybe sell, they it could to sell it to Netflix Amazon or to or, Amazon yeah. or to whoever else wanted to pick it up. Well, uh, if they take it away from Amazon, can they sell it back to Amazon? <laughs> I'm. Well, yeah, they can. Amazon buys their own. TV shows all the yeah. time, and M- or Netflix. Oh. You know how everything says Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Netflix isn't actually going out and making these movies most of the They're time. They're buying them. They're from buying other it from little people, little production companies who are going out and making these. Uh, I was going to okay. say TV some shows. of the stuff that says Netflix originals on it actually came from overseas. Stuff mm-hmm. that's already been produced in other countries and just has been brought it to just the means U.S. That Netflix is the only one Netflix. that's... Uh, airing it in the U.S. So it says, uh, Good Girls Revolt was canceled by Roy Price. Okay, just, Roy Price, get your ass over no, here. No, he was the guy oh. that was... Fa- <laughs> uh, he was the dude that was fired from Amazon because of sexual harassment. <gasps> what? Yeah. Yeah. So see... He's one of those guys, like, it was two weeks ago, I think. But... Uh, oh my gosh! So see, so it was really part of this whole thing that's it come was out. Part of this whole thing that came out, and oh, no, like he was buckets. It, it was he wasn't accused. His accusations had nothing to do with this. He just happened to be one of the people that canceled it. Oh, you think? 
Well, that's what they're saying is he's the executive person. Awfully close to home. I don't know. I just know that I would love it if they came back out with another episode or another season because I loved those characters. Oh, they were so good. Those characters were awesome. And that was such a powerful show. And especially because, you know what? That stuff happened when I was a young girl. That was not Mm -hmm. that long ago. Yeah. We're yeah, still dealing really with that great. crap to this day. So it's not that far in the past. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. think it would be good. Very exciting. <laughs> good girls revolt. <laughs> All right. So Nicole's got a huge stack of books from Black Friday. How many books you got over there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. And a calendar for my She dad. bought seven books. Guess how much money? How much? Nineteen eighty nine. Awesome. Less than 20 bucks she came out of that store with trade paperbacks. I'm telling you guys, go to the clearance section. She, I can't believe it. She comes up to we'll the register. I've got, I've got two books and a puzzle. And here comes Nicole. And she's got her arms so full of books she's dropping them. I'm like, where the <laughs> hell did you get all the... And I'm thinking she's going to spend, you know, 50 bucks. And she spends less than 20 bucks. But yep. you know what we I found? The deals. You know what I found at Half Price Books today? What did you find? I found something I really want Santa Claus to bring me for Christmas. What's that? I think I know. I tell us found anyways. a first edition signed copy of The Fireman oh. by Joe Hill in our own Oklahoma City Half Price Books. <laughs> <laughs> How much was it? 40 bucks. That's not bad. And I want it so bad. So anybody who wants to buy me a present knows where to look. Mm-hmm. Hint, Her. hint, other book girls. I did just give you a $5 off $25 coupon. So see, it would only be $35. So $35. <laughs> Chipping away yeah. at the stone. Yeah. If you wanted a good stalker slash book gift for Martha, then it would be a signed copy of one of Joe Hill's books. A lock of hair from his beard. Ew! <laughs> Let's see what kind of a disgusting dude. What are we going to use that as a bookmark? Well, I bet you, you could you could laminate it. Okay, and make it so into a all right. So, what kind of a stalker gift would would Fonny need? How about a pair of underwear from Ken Follett? You know, I like him. And from for Nicole, her stalker Christmas book girl gift would be. How about a used makeup sponge from Emma Watson? <laughs> that actually, might, I might be okay with that. Anybody do, do do a little dumpster diving for Nicole for Christmas? <laughs> Let us know what you're going to charge. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> That's a book girl Christmas for you right there. We have a few uh, weeks before that, so plenty of time to get your shopping done. Yep. Plenty of time to go dumpster diving in Emma Watson's garbage. Oh my god, that's so disgusting. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be able to find something more interesting than a used makeup sponge well, if I mean, you're going dumpster. The sponge would have like the kind of makeup she wears. It's gonna have some DNA from her from yes. her face. From her skin You could like Maybe a used her. lipstick. <laughs> Maybe some broken thong panties. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a little too personal here. I'm making my own self blush. <laughs> Oh, that girl crushes, yeah. Girl crushes don't really go to use panties, do they? Not really. Not really. <laughs> panties are kind of a guy thing. Yeah, maybe maybe use lipstick would would be the the edge of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do like Ken Follick, but I don't want a pair of used underwear. <laughs> I, I didn't think say that... used. I just said underwear. <laughs> yeah, but if they had been worn in any. Fashion. They could be clean out of his drawer. How about... Uh-huh. What? Maybe his pipe? Maybe, maybe, maybe he's a pipe song. smoker. He kind of looks like be he'd better. be a pipe smoker. Pipe would be better. I like the smell of a pipe. We should stalk him and find out if he's a pipe <laughs> Excuse me, do you smoke a pipe? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of your book crush, um, I read a Joe Hill book this week that I was going to Oh, discuss. what a great segue. But um bum So I take it you're going to begin. Sure. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, it's my punishment for not being here last week, for dumping you guys yeah, for Yeah, for a Tom chick Hanks. flick. <sighs> for Tom Hanks and free pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. Crappy pizza, even. No, it was delicious. I like that pizza. You whatever. Can, you can bite my shiny metal ass. Yeah, whatever. 
Okay, I read Heart Shaped Box by Joe Hill. Excellent book. And this is one that Martha's been telling me I need to read for a while. And I think I looked at our library in Tuttle and we didn't have it on audio and the Metro did. Yes. So I was on hold for this for a long time and I was hoping it would come in so we could do it in our Halloween episodes, but it didn't. So, but I still wanted to read it. So it finally came in. So I read it and it was awesome. I love Joe I Hill's knew you would writing. love it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. The minute I finished reading that book, I knew you were going to love it. You know, it. I like Stephen King kind of, but I've told you about the problems I have with Stephen yep. King. Joe Hill doesn't seem to have the same problems with me as I... Well, he's or, closer to your seem... he's closer to your generation. Joe is closer to your... I don't know. We were discussing this earlier. I have no idea how old Joe Hill is. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. Can we stalk him, Nicole? Yeah. She's got a computer close by. We need to stalk him to find out. (laughs) I think he might He's 45 years old. What? (gasps) Man, I could even date him sort of, kind of, maybe. June 4th, 1972. Yeah, he's a little younger than me, but I could maybe make that work. If I wasn't already happily married, that is. (laughs) Well, right. Or you know what? I could date him and he could just come over for pizza night and then you could talk to him. Okay. I mean, how interesting would that be as as a um, that would be guest over uh, pizza night, and then I, and then I could have Stephen King as as my sort of father in law, kind of because we're kind of sisters. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Is Owen King Stephen King's son? Yeah, he's forty years old. Yeah, that's a little too much on the young side for me. I, mean, I thought that's he okay was with a lot younger than that for some reason. That works for me. Okay, well, we'll get you set up with one of those King boys. Well, anyways, well, I mean, we'd have to see if they were married, and you know, yada yada. Anyways, back to this book. <laughs> yada yada, the married part. <laughs> you know, technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> this is about a, um, a retired rock star who's... Probably like in his, I would say he's probably in his 50s. I'm trying to remember. 50s-ish, maybe a little older. And he likes to collect like morbid memorabilia. So he watches like, um, it's not eBay. It's like a branch off of eBay. So it's not as, you know, mainstream as eBay for like, like different things like, you know, oh, a witch's confession log or you know just weird things that he collects like like death porn no well i mean you know he, like 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 stuff from dead people or you know well, like witches or something that's supposed to be haunted or, oh okay. or you know like old ouija boards or just weird stuff like that okay. and occult right and it's just stuff like you know and he comes across this item that is supposedly haunted and it's an old man's suit so he he just does the you know buy now for the amount that they want for it because supposedly they said quote unquote the spirit comes with that you're buying the ghost with the suit that the ghost comes with it mm-hmm. nicole loves ghosts yeah, I know you don't like ghosts very much. <laughs> She's sitting over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, um, this rock star, has uh, his girlfriend is like 25 years younger than him, like a hugely amount younger and very goth, very goth girl. And um, he gets this suit, and not very long after he has his suit, he starts seeing this old man like just out of the corner of his eye, like sitting like in the hallway when he gets up in the middle of the night to like go get to the bathroom or get a glass of water or something like that. And it just (laughs) keeps on going from there. And then you find out that this is like the grandpa of one of the women that he used to date who killed herself. And he's blames the rock star for it and starts like haunting him. And, like, trying to make him kill himself. Trying to, like, possess him enough to make him kill himself and kill his girlfriend. His current girlfriend. Which I think her name is, like, Georgia or something. I don't remember. It's actually been quite a while since I read the book. And I have a terrible memory anyway. So, of course, I don't remember the details. Yeah. And, I mean, it just keeps going on. And he ends up, this ghost ends up chasing them, like, halfway across the country. And... And all but of this stuff. But he owns the suit, so therefore he owns the ghost. Right, because he bought it with his own free will 
So he owns the ghost now. Mm -hmm. Well, his girlfriend burns the suit, but by doing that, he can't give the suit to somebody else with their own free will to get rid of the ghost. So now, you know, he's got to find another way to get rid of this ghost Mm -hmm. from haunting him. And don't tell us how it ends. Oh, I won't. It was just, it was really interesting and it pulled you into the story I didn't necessarily really like the main character because he was very, I don't know, he wasn't like a completely bad guy, but he wasn't really the greatest guy in he the world. He was kind of an egotistical dick. Scumbag, I was going to say. Yeah, but yeah, scumbag. Yeah. And, um, but it just, it, it ended really well and there was some really good great parts in the book. I have to say, it, cre- it creeped it. me right the hell out. Mm-hmm. I usually creep- don't get creeped out, but it, it creeped me out. It didn't creep me I out had to quite put it as down. bad as what you said, but it was pretty... <laughs> I had to put it down. It was pretty I mean, scary. I picked it back up again, but I did have to put it down. Because <laughs> I usually don't get creeped out, but I was like, okay, gotta step back for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, this is one of his books that I really liked. I mean, this was as good for me as The Fireman was. Well, and I do believe, I don't remember if this is, was this his first book? Mm. I don't think it was his first one. It's got to be up there close. Let's see. One of his first ones. It was published in 2007. No, his previous book was 20th Century Ghost. So this this would be what? Second? Maybe second. Is 20th Century Books his first one? 20th Century Ghosts. Yeah, that too. Four novels, Hardship Box, Horns, Nosferatu, The Fireman, and a collection of short stories titled 20th Century Ghosts. But that didn't give me the information I wanted. That was not very Mm -hmm. helpful. Wikipedia, what does you have to say about it? But I mean, the way that they... And I will have to say that when they start getting into the story... It's his second novel. His second one? Yeah. That it definitely twists around, and the whole concept of the story changes by things that you find out while they're running from this ghost it's awesome it was great i loved it thumbs up for me joe hill <laughs> so you, maybe we should change the bookmark filled with beard hair over to you instead well i'm just saying if you want to give me a gift you could split that <laughs> that be- that beard curl and make me a bookmark too <laughs> oh, Joe, how fickle you've become. <laughs> I hope he never listens to this podcast, though. We love you. <laughs> Our lives are just not interesting enough without messing with other people. No, well, but I mean, seriously, though, he's he a really great writer. He really is. And I just, you know, I'm... I followed him on on Twitter. Yeah. So, you know, I get his little tweets and he just seems like he's just a, I watched him on Facebook. Guy, he's a fun a funny guy. guy. So, and I mean, Stephen King is too. Some of his tweets make me literally laugh out loud. I told you, I would love to have him as a neighbor. We and talked was, about I think you missed it because you were gone. Yeah. Well, for that I listened podcast. to that. I still listen to I think to we you were guys. we're talking okay. about that. About having Stephen King as a neighbor. I know. I was really sad that I missed last because every time I was when I was listening to it afterwards, I was like, oh, "Man, I can't, I can't comment on it now." <laughs> See what happens when you leave us, Bonnie. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, well. Well, sorry that I missed you, but I'm not sorry that I watched the chick book. I'm sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're a uh, pop DJ for a living. You end up putting everything into stupid pop songs. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you ready to... Ro- wait, wait, wait. Reiterate your title and artist, please. Heart Shaped Box by Joe Hill. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. You want me to go first or you want to go next, Martha? You can go. Okay. Bear with me because... My head is a little stuffy. I have no idea what I sound like. You sound good. <laughs> okay, because I don't in my head. But she, you, your nose is a little red from 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 there. Yeah, blowing. Yeah, Nicole's Oops. she's getting the getting the cold. <clears throat> okay, so I read the Radium Girls: The Dark Story of America's Shining Women, and it's by Kate Moore. And I actually thought Vonnie was talking about this book a few weeks ago, 
Because I heard you talking about radium girls and like the girls who were. What? I don't think that we it were was having Jessica. Oh, that's right. It was Jessica. I was like, did she no, read this? It wasn't me. Did she no. read this? No, I no somebody was just talking about it. I think. Yeah, she was talking about something about. Well, we were talking about something oh. that they were doing that was poisonous in one of the other books, okay. and then she started talking about the oh, radium okay. girls. Okay, that makes sense. Anyway, so she they were talking about this, and I had never really heard about anybody heard about this at all. Um, and then all of a sudden, it showed up on my deals, like Amazon Kindle deals for $1.99. So I was like, yeah, I'll buy that. And it's actually really good. Um, and it's a true story. So uh, it's written very different from books I normally read because, mm-hmm. um, well, one, like everything is cited. Like she's going into massive historical oh, wow. detail. Wow. But it's also still a story. Um, it's not, uh, you know, the Philippa Gregory books I read that mm-hmm. are still very historical. Mm-hmm. There's not as much detail and like to make it seem like a pretty story as mm-hmm. this one, but mm-hmm. this one's still good. But essentially, she starts out talking about um, like Murray Curry and the Currys, uh, and they discover el- uh, the element radium. Right. And we know radium now because people get uh, like you go to radiology right. um, at yeah. a hospital uh, right. to get x rays and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, when this uh, element first was discovered in the 1900s, like 1900, almost exactly. They thought it was like this miracle element and that it was going to cure everything. Um, And so they started putting it in everything and really they didn't know anything about it. So um, they're literally putting it into moisturizers, um, into tonics for people to drink, into uh, paint. Cancer rate went through the roof. Yeah. And so uh, they're talking about, so she talks about the history of radium. Um, but then she goes into the stories of these women who are working at a clock facility and they're painting the clock dials. Um, and it's for military like hand watches uh, because they're they're about to start World War One. Um, and then actually like this goes up into like the 50s and 60s. Um, and so they go through World War Two as well. And so they're, you know, painting these glow in the dark watches for military men so they can see what time it is when they're in the middle of a war zone. And And I actually saw a documentary about that, Mm -hmm. which is what I was talking about, where where they would lick the brushes. Yes, and so that is, so it's called, um, I don't, how did she put it? It's lip dip paint. Yeah. Um, And that's like that phrase she uses over and over and over in her book as a way of like getting you to understand something so simple mm-hmm. and how dangerous it became. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she goes into detail about each girl that she finds like information on who have worked at th- this factory. Um, and so some of them, the first one gets sick. Um, she starts losing her teeth. And, well, she, and she goes to the dentist to have them extracted, but they never heal, like once oh. the do- dentist. And at this point in time... Like, it's expensive to go to the doctor or to the dentist to have teeth pulled. But they're actually making pretty good money for women. um, Right, because they're actually, they've got really good jobs in in these factories. And a lot of, uh, some of these girls that are working here are even, like, like higher class. Um, Some of them are still very poor, but it's like a really good mixture of women working in this factory. Mm -hmm. And so... Like, some of these girls start getting sick, and they go to different doctors, and nobody puts it together, that it's being caused by the radium in the clock dials. So it's really interesting, and, like, they finally do figure that out, and the company denies it, and they're sitting there fighting these girls, saying, nothing's wrong with you guys. Um, It's not being caused by this. Um, One girl died, and they told her family that she died from syphilis instead of radium poisoning. And they call now, did it. They, did they know that it was radium poisoning <clears throat> at this point, or were they just guessing? They, uh, a doctor came out pretty quickly once the first couple of girls got sick and said, This is radium poisoning. And then other doctors said, No, this isn't. And then some other doctors say, said, uh, they, Like there was a whole, like the entire medical community didn't really know. Um, mm-hmm. And then the company just fought it. Right. Because they said, a lot of No it way. To do they didn't want to have the to pay money. For it. It's always mm-hmm. the money. Right. But um, at the same time, phosphorus paint, like paint, was also giving people, like getting people super sick. And so they called, 
girls were getting fossy jaw, and it's right. holes in your jaw because something's eating at it. Well, everybody thought they had fossy jaw, but they didn't work with phosphorus in the factory. And so people said, since you're not working with phosphorus, it's not coming from your job. Like, no one investigated the, like, what's in the paint that they were using for their dials. And Mm. they talk about how, like, at the factory, these girls don't just, like, use this paint. They get, like, the paint, and then they get a jar of radium, powdered radium, and they have to pour it into the paint. Well, when you pour any sort of powder, it goes everywhere. It goes into the air. Uh And so you get it into the paint. Then they're... uh, then, because the dials are so small that their brushes get messed up, and so they're painting. So then, what they do to make their brushes small enough to keep painting right, with, to put them to a they point, put them into their mouth, yep. make it a point, and then put more paint on it and keep painting. So they're constantly putting the brush yeah. in their mouth, putting the brush in their mouth. Uh, yeah, and yeah. so some of these women, the first symptoms are like their jaws start hurting, or their teeth fall out, or their teeth, like they have to get teeth extracted. Um, but then a little bit later, um, other women, they discover, start getting tumors, um, anywhere from their arms to their hips. And it took them a while to connect all of that as well. Um, cause they at first thought it was just the jaw. And so, yeah, it's very interesting. It's depressing. Wow. Um, a lot of these women, like their husbands lost their job. Um, like they're supposed to be supporting their families. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they can't work anymore. And then they've got this company that's refusing and to help have them. have no power anyway during that yeah. time. So you're dealing with all of that, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. And so you kind of, like, are growing with them as they start fighting for themselves. And it's really interesting. It so. sounds interesting. That would be a documentary that I'd probably like it to watch. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I saw it on PBS or on Netflix but you know how I love doc- documentaries yeah, yeah so do I yeah. and then okay so the reason okay so on the back of the book it talks about them glowing mm-hmm. and so it's because that dust goes everywhere it's on right. their clothes and on their face so then so when they these, walk home at night I, they literally glowed all the time even after they took a shower they were so radioactive that they would glow and then it talks about even after some of these women um, who hadn't painted in 20 years that they were dying from radium uh they could see that like because they got so skinny and like they couldn't eat because their jaw fell off Mm -hmm. like you know like some of this is really bad but there's one guy said he he could see his wife's bones glowing in the dark and through her skin while she was dying wow but and this thing they they talk about like why why the symptoms start in jaws or in your bones and so radium binds to calcium because it's the closest element and that's why you get cancer in your bones oh. at first and why, that's and why it clung the, to their teeth that's why the bones would continue to glow after all that time because it, that too yep yeah. and so even there was no cure for this that there's still no cure for it so that's interesting and then it talks about okay so these factories some of them they just knocked over these factories that are radioactive because for 50 years... Wow, I never they, even thought about that. They had, you know, with all this powder inside of it that you can never clean. Mm-hmm. And they just knocked them over and built stuff on top of them. Holy crap. In, like, Chicago, wow. New York. So that's... I thought that was interesting. That would be fascinating to look up the cancer cases surrounding yeah, the air, well, those areas. Yeah, I mean, areas. they didn't have any laws against that back then. Yeah, but... I mean, they actually, look it they up did. now. Did that, they? That, uh, in the 50s and 60s, because that's when one of the factories finally was torn down. But also, when this is happening, it's... They had just gotten workers' compensation laws, but they were unbelievably strict and, like, it only covered, like, five things, and one of them was phosphorus poisoning so fossy jaw so but it didn't cover radium poisoning then the the their lawyers tried to fight and say that um they were dying from radium but it wasn't poison so they since it wasn't a poison they weren't responsible like they were i don't know it's so stupid maybe they have an allergic reaction because you know that's (laughs) what happens when you have an allergic reaction your jaw falls off (laughs) yeah so they were just 
it, it's so interesting to see like how people tried to twist everything and then yeah you've well, literally got they these do that now too yeah but Women. look at what the tobacco companies tried to do yeah well i watched a documentary about when they about lead about the lead in gasoline Mm-hmm. And when before when they oh, first yeah. started discovering that yep. it was bad and the fights that the gas companies mm-hmm. went through to try to keep the lead in the gas. Yeah, I, it was insane. See, oh, I understand like if I open a company and start selling something like if I find out it's poison, I don't think it's my fault. But it is my fault if I keep selling it and well, I have to keep it. You already know the truth. If you know, once you find out, I understand. Like, if I go invent something, I can't tell you what's going to happen sixty years from now. Right. If I go make a new food, I can't tell you what's like anything. So, but once you know for sure, or even have the like smallest and once it's inkling, been proven once there's well proof, for sure. But right. even if I, I personally, morally. I would do it even if there wasn't proof. If somebody's accusing me of, like, murdering two hundred and fifty people, well, yeah, all all of a sudden, you know, a bunch of people are dropping dead from your product. Yeah, yeah. The key word in that state statement is morally. morally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so then some of their scientists, like the main scientist who originally came up with the paint uh, formula and everything, his thumb fell off. Like he had to get it amputated. <laughs> Because he was handling the radium without gloves. And then he, but he kept <laughs> saying nothing was wrong with the radium. And then he had to get his freaking thumb. And then he ended up dying like 10 years. He ended up dying pretty much the same way the radium girls did. But they were saying it wasn't from the same thing. Well, Dang, of course they would say that's that. crazy. Yeah. So it was so interesting. So I would give it like at least a four out of five. It sounds interesting. Like I said, I, that would be a documentary that i would watch for sure uh i also like uh i'm pretty sure right now if you guys listen to this episode on monday i bet you the kindle book is still going to be a dollar 99 if you guys are interested in it i might have to sneak over there and get it Mm. i just have so many books right now that i need to get read i know i know i know but yeah i know i know (laughs) I'm reading a book right now that I'm going to have to recheck out because because you're going to run out of time. Because I'm going to run out of town. I know. That on your screen right there, that second one that's there before we were yours. I have that on hold right now. That was on one of the lists. What is it? Before you before what? Before we were yours. It's about um sisters. Oh. I actually almost bought that in the clearance section at half price books. It was really? $3. <laughs> But I had to like an entire handful. I needed a card at this point, so I decided not to. Well, it was on the same list that um, God's Gotham was on that I reviewed a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh. And um, so I put that on hold, but there was, I put it on hold and there was 20 people ahead of me. So I'm going to be on hold for a while for that one. Whoa. I don't know, Vonnie. I'm kind of thinking I need to get you a Kindle for Christmas so that you can start buying $1.99 Kindle books and... Yeah, well, see, one of the reasons why, especially right now, I want to do the audiobooks is because, you know, I crochet all yeah, of my Christmas I gifts, know. and I have to get my Christmas gifts done, and I can't read a book and crochet at the same time, but I yeah. can listen to a book and crochet. Yeah. My thing is, like, I like the Kindle on my phone, and I've told you guys this a million times, but if I'm, like, getting new tires or something, yep. like, mm-hmm. I instead of getting on Facebook, I sit there and read my well, book. Well, that's what I do, only I do it with audio. I just that put would... an earbud in. And I sit there and I listen to an audiobook yeah. on my phone in the same way that you do with your Kindle app. I think I just don't have the attention span for audio. Yeah. Now because when, I can tune audio out. Like, I can't. It's, even because if of bored. what I do, I can't tune yeah. it out. Well, I mean, I still have to do two things at one time. I still listen to the book while I'm crocheting, yeah. while I'm waiting for my tires to get done. But if not, I would read a regular book. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, I don't know. When I read a regular book, I end up, I, I get sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I do too sometimes. I read a regular book and I feel like I should be doing something else. Do you? I, I read get, a regular book antsy. sometimes when... I get antsy because I'm like... Oh. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm not doing enough. Or I'll get stiff and I'll try to... You, I saw something and I can't remember what it was. It was like um, only 
readers will understand that getting comfortable while oh, you're yes. reading and it's you I know seeing that chicks 12 like, different positions uh-huh, trying to, like laying yeah. on top of her on the very edge of her couch and upside down and over the side and it's like yep that's me when i read <laughs> arm falls asleep when you're this direction so you got to turn over and or you're too cold with both you your arms your back out with your you know your arms, arms up over up, your head and then yeah. your arms start to get tired <laughs> so you pull the covers up over your book so your arms don't get cold yeah <laughs> yeah readers problems yes but so who wrote the, uh, what was that it was radium girl Okay, it's called The Radium Girls, The Dark Story of America's Shining Women, and it's by Kate Moore. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? Is it my turn? Is it my turn? Yes, go. Okay, so on the back of the book that I'm going to review this week, Ruth Ware, remember I liked her? She She's the one that wrote In a Dark, Dark Wood and The Woman oh, in Cabin yes. 10, okay, because so, mm-hmm. I liked her a lot. She wrote those new, those new books. She said about this book, I burned through Kristen Ritter's hugely accomplished debut, Bonfire. It's dark, disturbing, and compulsively readable. Dark and disturbing, that's you. Blake Crouch says, Bonfire is a stone-cold stunner. The writing is dazzling, the suspense is creeping, and the story of a woman returning home to face her past is brimming with emotion and truth, an extraordinary debut from a major talent. But I had no idea of any of this when I read the book because, as you know, I'm an audio reader. Mm -hmm. And I get my stuff right from the library and I get my stuff on audio. Mm -hmm. Got it sight unseen. Just picked it out, put myself on hold for it because it was new, because the cover of it looked kind of cool. Checked it out, read it, absolutely stunned loved the book burned through it literally in Mm -hmm. probably a day and a half it's not very long yeah it's about what 250 maybe 269 yeah so pretty close right so fast very fast read for me because i always up the speed Mm -hmm. i'm a fast reader um but it's about this girl who she has moved away from her hometown and she's become a lawyer. She sort of was an outcast in high school. She's was picked on. Mm-hmm. And so when she comes back to this hometown in her capacity as an environmental lawyer to, um, to do this lawsuit, she comes back with this idea in the back of her head because when she left this friend of hers had disappeared Mm -hmm. but this had happened 10 years previous yeah 10 years previous Mm -hmm. her friend had disappeared into thin air this girl that she went to high school with dang just disappeared disappeared wow but she had been sick before and the weird thing was is, is she her friend you ever been in a situation where you've been friends with somebody when you're younger and then all of a sudden they split and go off to a different crowd and they're a total asshole to you? Yeah. Situation like that. She goes off and then she's with this other crowd and she's a total dick. Mm-hmm. And she's with her new friends and they're, you know, it's almost like it kind of reminded me of the Salem witch trials, the way she described she and her friends and the way they acted. Mm. And it's almost like, She's describing the way these girls behaved, and it's like the story has taken on this mythic quality of, yeah, back 10 years ago, they all pretended they were sick. It wasn't true. Mm -hmm. One of the things this group of girls did is they had this thing they called the game, Mm -hmm. and it had something to do with they would take I guess it depends on who you asked what the game was, but her perception of what the game was, they would take pictures of people in compromising positions and then blackmail them Uh. with the pictures. And this Mm. was before social media had become what it is now. Mm -hmm. So some pretty horrible things happened as a result of that. And one girl actually killed herself because of some pictures. Mm. so there's all of that 
intertwined with the story of the girls that getting sick. Well, the environmental part of it, this lawyer knows that there's some shady shit going on with this local plastics company. She knows that there are some people locally that are sick. She knows that this plastics company has some skeletons to hide, but she can't find anything on it. Mm. But she's got business in town. She knows that they've got a case anyway. So, so they're working on trying to dig some stuff up on this company. And, of course, those, it's a small town, and the town is trying to protect the company. Mm-hmm. But in the background, really, she has... She really wants to know what happened to this girl. Because mm-hmm. she feels like deep down that girl is still somehow her friend. Mm-hmm. Even though she was an asshole to her when she was right. young. Right. Because, I mean, you that's just like. kind of what teenagers It's like do kids sometimes. are kids, right? Mm-hmm. But deep down, that, that kid was once her friend. Mm-hmm. And she just has this feeling like, you know, what happened to that girl? Where is she? Why isn't she here? Why doesn't anybody give a shit where she is? Yeah. So you get a, that backstory of, I don't know, it's just this creepy little town and the, the whole big, scary plastics company. And it had all of those. It was ticking all the boxes for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just had the perfect combination of all the creepiness and a really nice, fast pace moving story and it was very very well written as well hmm. the characters were excellent she had some nice old flame action going on in there mm-hmm. but not too sappy just some nice hot sex stuff you know That's good, because just Martha to doesn't keep, want feelings just no sex. no feelings just some nice hot uh-huh. sex you get to keep, of course. keep that going in there a little bit you know get, keep some interest moving um, uh, so that was good and the, that creepy cheerleader sort of mean scary girl. thing, mean girl thing from the girls that she used to hang out with. They're still living in the town. One of them is actually the vice principal uh-huh. of the high school that she once went to. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of this political weirdness, too. And plus, a lot of the people still live in this little town. Hmm. You so, get the politics of a small town. Yeah, it's just really good. It was such a good read. I was pleasantly surprised, actually. Was not expecting to like it. It sounds good. Yeah, it does sound good. Frankly, I I was expecting to hate it. Hmm. But I loved it. And then tonight we were in Half Price Books. And I was looking at the shelf and I saw it and I picked it up and I looked at the cover and I was like, oh, hey, here's that book I just... Looked at and I w- decided I'd have a look at it and see if this was her first book. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, it is her first book and this is a first edition copy of it, which is awesome <laughs> because that's all always the list for me. So uh-huh. I picked it up and I looked at the back flyleaf and it's the chick from Jessica Jones. That's her. That's the girl. The lead in Jessica Jones wrote oh. this damn book. That's cool. Do you, and that's, which I loved. I Jessica was say, Jones. That's one that you liked, right? Yes. So I'm like fangirling out over here on this Uh book. Yeah. So you're saying that I might be able to have that beard hair from Joe Hill all to myself. (gasps) And we'll have to find you your own makeup sponge. Yeah. (laughs) I'm kind of thinking, yeah. (laughs) She's my superhero crush. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I've ever watched Jessica Jones. It's freaking awesome. Is it on Netflix? Yes. Mm -hmm. I should watch it. Some of it, I didn't. I thought it was going to be some weird like superhero thing because Travis mm-hmm. started watching it. I actually really liked it way more than he did. Was it just like a detective it's a, thing? Well, it's weird. It's kind of she's a superhero, but in a weird kind of way. Yeah, I, but a, I thought it was going to be traditional. Like, she's not a traditional Marvel superhero at all. No. Iron Man type, some no, weird thing. Mm, not That's at what all. I thought it was going to be like. Yeah, it's actually really good. Oh, okay, it was Maybe excellent. I check it out. highly recommend it. So, Kristen Ritter, Bonfire, go out immediately and buy this book. <laughs> buy, a, buy a copy of this book in hardcover and put it on your shelf. Because someday this book is going to be worth money. Awesome. Put that up as having Martha Steele having said that <laughs> to your face. <laughs> Recommended by Martha Steele herself. Because this is her first novel, and I think she's a great writer. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not be The Goldfinch, okay? But 
it's an excellent story, and she did a fantastic job of writing it. And if this is her first novel, it'll only get better. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I was impressed. That's awesome. Storytelling is a gift, even if it's, you know. It is. I couldn't do it. There's no way I could do it. I wonder if the Goldfinch copy you gave me is first edition. It might very well be. You should check I'm it. I'm going to go check that. It might very well be. Maybe we're some money. We should. It's too bad we couldn't do it. You know what? If we do a video once, the three of us, mm-hmm. we should do a, a video on how to check to see if you have a first edition. Not today, please. No, not <laughs> no. Coke Christ, no. I have my casual Friday shirt to, on today, and it has chicken grease on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> I had Popeyes for lunch. <laughs> it is Black Friday, you know. Yes. So that means it's okay to eat Popeyes for lunch? And get it on your casual Friday shirt. Oh, okay. Oh, and the other thing is, Here's the other. Now, that was the good story. The bad story that I was scrolling through my Facebook feed, and I kept getting this ad from Amazon, right, for this thriller called The Best Day Ever. The cover of it looks like a letter, and it's red. Mm-hmm. Very A very eye-catching book cover. Mm-hmm. It says, Best Day Ever on it. Mm-hmm. So you know me. I like shiny things. I like red things. She so likes, I'm like, oh, it's a book. She judges it's an book advertisement. Its cover. <laughs> I got to look at that. I got to see what that looks like. And it kept advertising to me. And I'm a sucker. So I'm like, okay, fine. If that comes up at the library, I'll put it on hold. So I put it on hold. And it kept advertising to me the whole time, of course. <laughs> so then it finally came off a hold and I read it. And it was horrible. <laughs> That the whole time I was so reading. Much. I was rolling my eyes the entire time I was reading that book. <laughs> if that book advertises to you, do not read it. I'm sorry. Well, some people maybe, might like maybe it. Maybe they'll like just it. Just because uh, it's not your yeah, cup of tea. Yeah, I was just really cross with it because of the way it was put forward. Yeah. It was, it was one of those books that was about an abusive relationship. And the whole way it portrayed the woman just really pissed me right off. I thought it was really wrong. I just did not like it, and I was not impressed, and I was going to review it tonight, and I was just too angry to even do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, can't do, I can't even do it justice. So I guess that would not be on your Christmas Worst list. day ever! <laughs> no. I'm, I'm not interested. I'm sorry if I offended the author or Amazon or any of its affiliates. I'm not reading that book. Well, I mean, everybody has different tastes. Somebody might really like it. You guys might like. You guys might like it. I mean, I did I'm not, not like interested it. in reading it, but I did I've not got... like it. I thought it was too predictable, and anything that falls into the too predictable category makes me want to throw it at the wall. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened with this book. And I wanted to throw it at the wall after about five minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That so happens. if that's your thing, then just go right for it. And I want to throw my computer at the wall every time I see the advertisement come up on my Facebook feed. <laughs> and I wish I had all the money they were spending on those ads. <laughs> I can send you some puppy pictures. Puppy pictures are awesome. Just think of those yoga cats. Those yoga kittens. Yoga, that we yoga cat poses on. Yeah. That was hilarious. I took a nap after my during my Thanksgiving coma yesterday. You mm-hmm. did? And this was the view of my bed. Was it dogs? No, that's my penny photo and my cat is right there. <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> my 18 blankets that I have oh. on my bed. <laughs> because I like having heavy, heavy yeah. that yeah. weight on me. The weight of the you blanket. Get one I of those heavy too. blankets that Heather was talking about all you week. You know what? The those gravity look awesome. bl- blankets yeah. Yeah, for anxiety. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Travis keeps, if he remember, he keeps saying he's going to get it for me for Christmas, but I bet you he's going to forget. He but probably he keeps forget. saying it. Hmm. Yeah, Just Heather keep reminding was, him. Heather was talking about it all week on the morning show about how she wants. I want like the 25 pound one because they come in different weights. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would What's, be in heaven. I don't know if I'd want one too heavy, but I want it. I want some weight in it. It, <laughs> it just reminds me of during. <laughs> I wasn't being dirty. Sorry. <laughs> you know, sometimes too big is just too big. <laughs> 
Oh my god, I'm choking to death over here. Do you guys need a cough drop? <laughs> no, I don't. Th- I don't think a cough drop is going to solve my problem. Your sick mind. My, my throat problem can't be solved. By a cough. <laughs> like I said, sometimes too big is too big. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, I'm not going to talk about the blankets anymore. <laughs> so where were we? I totally lost my train of thought for some reason. I wonder why. Gravity blankets are cool, guys. They are cool. So what do you get a book girl for Christmas? Now, we have so many weeks to talk about this. We have to keep talking about it. And we will be talking about this continually on our Facebook page for the next several weeks. So you need to join the conversation with us on Facebook. Join in by posting your comments on so, Facebook. Am I supposed to tell you? What? Well, yes. Yeah. Tell us. Okay. If you're a Harry Potter lover. Okay. Two options. Okay. Pottery Barn Teen has a ton of Harry Potter stuff that they just came out with. And it's super pretty. Like, okay, it's not well, we cheap. need to post post a copy of that on Facebook okay, so we can see I'll it. I'll find that. Secondly, Target, 12 Days of Harry Potter Socks. You cannot find those anywhere. Taryn found it today. She what? posted it. She Here? said yeah. She said she went to three different Targets Yeah, um, to Garrett, get it. Garrett found some and got them for Jessica. God dang it. Carrie went all over town when I posted that on the Facebook page Is several weeks store? ago. And they, they couldn't find any. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Cripes. Well, apparently they got I'm just going to Google Harry Potter socks. I need those socks, people. 12 days of Potter Christmas! <laughs> when you say just Potter, it makes me think of Potter from A Wonderful Life. Oh. Because he's the bad guy. Oh, no. So that's those are good <clears throat> book girl Christmas ideas. Yes. First edition copy of their favorite book, mm-hmm. such as The Fireman. By Joe Hill. By Joe Hill. That you at can half find price at books. Half price books on North May. <laughs> Which is not necessarily my favorite book of all time, but it is available. Just I say like it. that book. He didn't. Well, I mean, maybe not I of all time, of but all it, time, but I did but love it. Was it was pretty good. Okay, Amazon has some really awesome Harry Potter socks, and they might not be. Not, there might. Sorry, I can't talk right now. There might not be twelve pairs, but they have like five oh, packs. You know, that are GameStop. Super cute. Oddly enough, had a bunch of um, Harry Potter socks. Like, look at Did these for like seven something. But not everybody. This is just like the Hogwarts. Not oh. everybody has a Potter fetish. So, what other kind of book girl stuff could book? Could uh, my suggestion also would be BookRiot.com. They actually have a gift section. BookRiot is the bomb. We freaking love BookRiot. BookRiot Book has great, cool. great gift ideas. Um, and have you seen like those scarves and stuff that have the writing like your favorite book and it's like yes those uh, are really cool I think That's... Book Riot actually sells those no Do they? I don't think so I That's think I saw them or Lith or they had a link to them or something yeah maybe they had a link to them um, Etsy has a bunch of stuff for book readers. Oh, um, you know what? People like me who, if you, or if you know somebody that's like me who loves to take a bath and read, they actually make uh, book things like that you put on the side of the bathtub that will hold your book or your tablet mm-hmm. or whatever you use. Um, that way you don't have to actually use your hands to right. hold it. Yeah. Because I've Nicole has dropped many books in the bathtub. I'm sure these are all going to have watermarks on them. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have more book uh, gift ideas Next week, when we come back, yeah, we'll have to think about that. Think about, and we will books. also be posting all of these ideas on Facebook during the coming week, and we'll be sharing back and forth with you on Facebook as well. So that's too far in the future. We never plan that far ahead. If I'm still alive, Nicole's thinking she's going to be sick next week in <laughs> advance. Got a cold. I've got a sore throat too. You're like making me feel like I'm. I think it's this building. I, I was fine until yesterday at like yeah. 7 p.m. I started sneezing and immediately I'm feeling after, it too, dude. I am. I really hope. Because yeah. I was thinking I got it from someone at one of my family things. No, I'm thinking it's here. Cause, can Damn you it. hear it? No. I think I've got it I too. I can hear you. You want a cough drop? It's making me mad because I can feel it too. Well, I'm not sick, so you guys just stay away from me. You stay over there. I'm sorry if I get anybody sick. But next week we will be back. Voice or no voice. I'll put on my little... What do they call those things that you put against your voice about the dog like this? <laughs> I'll be back with one of those next week. <laughs> I forgot what those are called. 
And Jessica probably will be with us next week as well. Yeah, she had some she had Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving crap that she mm-hmm. had to go do tonight. So, you know, family—they always get in the way of everything. Dang them! Shoot, there's like a Harry Potter version of Sorry. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, baby, I'm sorry, not sorry. Bring it around, Martha. Bring it around. Sorry, I keep distracting you guys. No, it's okay because it, I said that at the beginning too, so it's good for the end. All right, I guess that's going to do it for Three Three Book Book Girls. Girls.